Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now it's hard for us. We live in the natural. We live in the physical. We live in the, this world. It's hard for us to recognize and to realize that the spirit world is more real than this natural material world is. We, we know people in this world after the flesh. We become acquainted with them and know them, mostly and to the greatest extent after the flesh. And it's hard for us to realize that there's any other life. But what I'm trying to establish with you, and that's the reason I'm taking my time to do it now, is that I want to establish the fact with you that the inward man is your spirit and is a spirit man, let's put it that way, and is an eternal man. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. We have, we have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. That's this inward man that's eternal. That's this hidden man of the heart that's eternal. Praise God. Now then notice what he said in this 6th, 7th, and 8th verses of this 5th chapter of 2 Corinthians because he's still talking about the same thing. He says, therefore, we are always confident. Yes, we can thank God for this confidence. Knowing not hoping, not guessing so, not maybe so, not maybe it's this way, but knowing that while we are at home in the body, we, you see, is this inward man. And we are at home in the body. That's this earthly house. While we're at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Yes, his spirits in our hearts are crying, Abba, Father. But he literally, with the physical, flesh and bone, resurrected body, is at the right hand of the Father up in heaven, isn't he? That's where he is. We're not, we're not there. His spirits in our hearts. His presence is within us. But we are at home in the body and we're absent. From the Lord. Now, seventh verse, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And the eighth verse, we are confident, I say, we are confident. I, I like that. See, you'll you notice here, he said we're always confident. And then he uses that word confident again. We're confident, I say, and willing. Not only confident, but we're willing. Rather, he says, confident and willing, rather, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. We, he said, are confident. We are willing rather to be absent from the body. We will be present with the Lord. Who's we? That's this inward man. That's the hidden man of the heart. Now, it's hard for us. We live in the natural. We live in the physical. 
We live in the, this world. It's hard for us to recognize and to realize that the spirit world is more real than this natural material world is. We, we know people in this world after the flesh. We become acquainted with them and know them. Mostly and to the greatest extent after the flesh. And it's hard for us to realize that there's any other life. But what I'm trying to establish with you, and that's the reason I'm taking my time to do it now, is that I want to establish the fact with you that the inward man is your spirit and is a spirit man, let's put it that way, and is an eternal man. Hallelujah. Now then, I think we can, uh, we can go just a little bit further with some scriptures that will help us to see this. Paul said here, you're here in 2 Corinthians, turn right back to 1 Corinthians, if you will, just a moment. Turn right back to 1 Corinthians. And let's look at the 27th verse here. And notice something, uh, 1 Corinthians 9 chapter, excuse me, 9 chapter and 27th verse. 9 chapter and 27th verse. Notice something else Paul said here. He said, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Now notice something. I keep under my body, or we'd say it the other way, I keep my body under. And I, I as the subject of the sentence, I bring it into subjection. Now what you saying? I don't let my body rule me. Who's I? I is the man on the inside. If your body was you, then he would have said, I keep myself under. I bring myself into subjection. Wouldn't he? But he didn't say, I keep myself under. I bring myself under subjection. He says, I keep my body under. I keep under my body. And I bring it. He calls his body it. In to subjection. Now who's I? I is the real you. That's the man on the inside. That's the hidden man of the heart. That's the, the, the inward man. That's the real man. The eternal man. I keep my, or under my body. I bring it. He calls his body it into subjection. Now, now into subjection to what? To the inward man. I don't let my body dominate me. I, I don't let my body rule me. I rule my body. This inward man rules the body he's saying. That's not true with most folks. Do you know it? Most folks, the body rules the inward man. That's what makes baby Christians. That's what makes carnal Christians. You see, remember Paul saying this to the Corinthians? This is in his first letter that he wrote to the Corinthians. You could, you could turn back here to these first three chapters of this, of this letter that he wrote to the Corinthians and, and he's talking to them about the fact that they are baby Christians. In fact, he calls them baby, baby Christians. And then he says, ye are yet carnal. 
one translation of the scriptures, I notice instead of saying you're carnal, he says you are body ruled. That's what carnal Christians are. They're body ruled Christians. See, they're letting their bodies rule them. Amen. He said you walk as mere men. In other words, folks who never have that, you're doing things and living just like people who have never even been born again. Just, just mere men. Then, uh, then Paul said uh, something else here, writing to the Romans, that's uh, all, all really on the same subject, that's very interesting, and came as a real, well, enlightenment to me, and really it, when I first saw it, it, it amazed me. Here in the 12th chapter of Romans, before we go any further, I want us to look at this, these two verses, and then we'll proceed with our study. He said here, in Romans 12th chapter, the first and second verse, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Now you remember this, that our text said, I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body. And so we, I thought we're, we're taking that for a text, spirit, soul, and body. So I haven't, as long as I'm talking about body or soul or spirit, I'm not digre haven't digressed from the subject, have I? And this verse of Scripture has something to do with the body here, doesn't it? See? Now, it will help us to see the difference between the inward man and the outward man again. When Paul said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. Now, he isn't writing to sinners. He isn't writing to the world. He's writing to the saints at Rome. He addresses this letter, in fact, in Romans, the first chapter, the seventh verse, to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. And it applies to all that be in Tulsa, beloved of God, called to be saints. Hallelujah. And so he said, I, I beseech you therefore, brethren, that you do what? That ye, now we would say you, present your bodies. You do something with your body. And you know if you don't ever do anything with it, won't anything ever be done with it? Oh, my, 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 my. I don't know whether you can see it or not, but in our church teachings, we, we, we've, all, we, we've just cluttered up some of this teaching until it's, our minds are all fuzzy and muddy and it's difficult to get the real truth over to folks. Now, I want you to know something. He didn't say present yourselves to God. As usual thing, our consecration and dedication services are, are usually all out of line. And we don't know what we're doing, so that's the reason they never really are effective as they ought to be. He did not say for you to present yourselves to God. Because, you see, if you're a child of God, you already belong to Him. And you can't very well present to somebody whatever already belongs to Him. I mean, you don't have any right to give to somebody what's already His. I mean, I mean you, have, you, you, you wouldn't have any right... Uh, to take this pocket handkerchief out of Brother Hans' pocket here and give it to me. Because it belongs to him, don't belong to you. And see, you already belong to him, so you can't take what belongs to him and give it to him. It's already his. 
And you couldn't take my automobile and give it to Brother Copeland or give it to somebody else because, uh, because it's not yours to give. And I couldn't take my automobile and give it to myself because it's already mine. <laughs> See? All right. He never said a word. He never said a word, and you can't find a word where he said it anywhere in the New Testament. Any of them ever said that you dedicate yourselves or you give yourselves to God. I mean, in this sense that I'm talking about. But you find this, if you're born again, you are his. And you are. You is that inward man. You know, you understand that now. That, that's who you are, that inward man. That has become a new man in Christ. See, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we referred to, said, Therefore, if any man... If any man, what man is this? Is that the outward man he's talking about? No, no, it couldn't be the outward man. Because he said, if any man. So it is a man he's talking about. It has to be the inward man. Because he said, if any man, therefore, if any man be in Christ, what about him? He is a new creature. He's a new creature. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. The six CD series that you've been hearing today, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the mini book, How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagan. Additionally, if you call today, we'll include the bonus paperback book, The Greater Glory by Ken Hagan. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's one. 888-FAITH-99 Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, January enrollment for Raymond Bible Training College is underway. Yeah. So if you're interested in learning more about the Word of God or just interested in growing with God, yes, yes, our yes. Phil call to the ministry. Hey, it's time to enroll in Raymond Bible Training College. Yeah, just go to, to rbtc.org. That's what I was fixing to say. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.